Okay, at this point in the tutorial series, we're going to talk about saving your document. And we're going to talk about managing our links, fonts. In this case, it'll be the images that we've placed. Now, you probably won't be able to follow along, so you need to definitely pay attention and keep this in your memory because if you're working with InDesign in classes or you're doing it for projects, is that this will drive you crazy if you don't figure out what is going on with your images and saving. And at the end of the tutorial, we're talking about saving your InDesign document in a CS from the CS4 version if you're working in the computer labs and then maybe you have an InDesign CS3 at home how to save that document from CS4 back to CS3 version of InDesign. So first let's go ahead and let's take a look well let's go ahead and save this first. So file save since we've already given it a name we knew we saved it to the desktop so what you want to do is if you minimize this so you can see what's happening on the desktop <clears throat> is that this is our InDesign file and what happens when you have your InDesign file open it creates this little lock file now let me say it clearly never ever ever touch this never move it just need to ignore the existence of this. What that is, it's a way for InDesign to kind of keep track of your file. And also when you're working in multiple work groups, uh, say this file tells someone else if they try to open this file that someone else has it open. So just never mess with this. There's horror stories amongst uh, students who use InDesign in classes where they've either deleted this or done something different or they see this in their memory stick or on their student server but they don't have the file anymore and what it will, it will corrupt everything else that you have associated with your InDesign file so just never ever touch this now let me show you what happens with that so what that does is that when I close this document say I've saved it and I'm done as soon as I close my InDesign document it disappears when I open it, wrong place. When I open that file, it appears again. When I close it, it goes away. So you never want to touch that InDesign. It has to do with how InDesign handles itself while you're working on the file. <clears throat> Another thing that you need to be aware of until you've become a really solid user of InDesign, never launch InDesign by clicking this file. Uh, it's just a bad habit to get into until you understand how InDesign handles its files. So what you need to do is you need to open InDesign and then go file open your files. And then you'll be good to go. Another thing that you never want to do, you never want, you'll never supposed to touch this, but you never want to move this file around like I'm doing right now. It's safe to do this in this operation now because I'm on the desktop, but you never want to move this file away from this InDesign lock file. You never want to move these files at all when you have this open. Very another thing that happens quite frequently as uh, students will forget that the end of class will come they'll have this document minimized and they'll start putting stuff away like they'll move this to their student folder so just for an example we'll call this student folder 
and they'll start moving these files around while they have the InDesign document open. That is another bad thing. You never want to do that. Never move the files around while you have them open. So that same thing goes is that if you've opened your InDesign file off your student server, and I think this is another thing that people do is that they'll open it off the student server and they realize, oh, I'm not supposed to be working off the server, and they'll minimize this, and then they'll go grab their InDesign file off the server and move it to the desktop. That will create really bad things for InDesign, so do not do that. So the bottom line is, when you open an InDesign document and you're working one in class, when you create it, save it to the desktop. When you're done with the class, move it to your student folder. Say you come back into the class another day, you're going to drag that out of your student folder, working on the desktop the next day in class or in the lab, and then go to InDesign and open your document. And everything should be good to go. Everything's back the way it should be. Your, your professors in your class, if you're using InDesign, need to talk to you more about this. And if you have any questions, make sure you talk to them. You do not want to lose your documents. Students every semester end up doing something wrong with their files, and they lose their assignment, and they end up having to rebuild their entire document. You do not be want, want to be one of those students who has to do that. Your instructors will have no sympathy for you when you do that because you basically did not follow their guidance and the guidance of these tutorials. So uh, so that is that as far as opening and saving your files. Now let's talk about what happens when we place photos. Now when we place these, I'm going to hit W to get back to the normal mode. <clears throat> when we place this, we went to File, Place, and placed it. Well, what actually happened is that where we place those files from, in my case from my desktop, doesn't actually move those images into your InDesign file. Uh, what it does, now you can tell it to do that, but I would avoid doing that. If you feel like you want to know more about how to do that, you can talk to your instructor. But what you need to do, it creates links. And what those links are are managed in the link palette. So when I click the link palette, there it is. It's telling me that I have a link, that this image is on my desktop. And there, if you leave your finger over it, your cursor over to tell you where it is. It's on my desktop. That image is on my desktop. That image is on my desktop. So what will happen very often is that you'll be working in class. You'll place an image and then you'll close your document and you'll close it. You'll save it. You'll close it. You'll do everything the right way and then you'll move your document to your student folder and then you'll shut down the computer. Now you'll notice this stuff that was on my desktop. Now the next day you come back to class, now I'm going to move this to the trash can for now. You'll come back to class the next day. You'll open up your student folder on the server. You'll drag your InDesign document to the desktop. And then you'll launch your InDesign document the way that you've been taught how to do it. So open, you'll navigate to your desktop, you open that file, and you'll get this message. This document contains three links to sources that are missing. You can find or relink the missing links using the links panel. Well, what happens when you place photos is that they're not placed in the actual document. They don't become a part of this little icon. They just link to it. They create a little path. 
and that link has been broken. So if I press OK, sure everything looks fine, but when you try to print this or do something, you could have some serious uh, resolution issues and some quality issues with those images. Now if I look at my links palette, I have oh, stop signs. It's saying that it does not know where those links are. And what problem, what happened was, is that I need to, when you place images, you've got to save those images as well. They do not get embedded inside your InDesign document. So what would happen is, in this case, once I turn off my in the computer in class and I don't have those photos anymore, they're gone. I'm either going to have to go find them again off Google or retake them or re-download them off a camera whatever that case, there's no way of getting those back. They're simply gone. Even though you can see them, these are just really low-res uh, ghosts of those original placed images. So what you need to do is, let me close this, is that I'm going to bring that out of the trash, because that, putting that stuff in the trash replicated the experience of restarting that computer so I'm gonna bring those images back so what I need to do and need to be aware of is that when you place images in InDesign you need to keep the images that you place they don't actually get embedded in the InDesign document so now I have those images back and so if I open my InDesign document I'm not going to get that error. And in my links palette, I have no more stop signs. Everything's fine. Everything's good to go. Now, another thing that you might see in your links palette at times is if one of these images moved, but it's still somewhere on your system. Now, InDesign's gotten smarter that it may not, yeah, it does know that link is broken. It's no longer in that file path that it was when I first placed it. So what I can do is select this object, and down here, if you know you still have those images, but they're just in a different place, I can relink. This says go to link. So for instance, if I click this button, it's going to zoom me in on that image that's missing. And what I can do is hit this relink button, and it's going to open a place, and I can say, well, my image is in my student folder, which you would never want to do. Never take your InDesign document. We'll talk about this in a later tutorial, in the next tutorial, actually about packaging and creating everything together but I could just simply relink that image and everything's fine every once in a while you may get little yield signs that look a little bit like this so don't worry about that for now so I'm gonna change that move that out of that student folder and again the link is changed so it's telling me that there's something wrong with that link so I need to update that link <coughs> and link the object back up that's the one I want and so everything's good to go. So that's how to handle your images. So what you would do when you're working with your images is that you'll want to save your document, you're working off the desktop, close it, and then you would take both the InDesign document and your images with you and then log off. And then the next day you would log back into class, your student folder, you would drag all these images to your desktop, get them all sorted out the way you'd like, and then start working in InDesign again. So file, open, learning in InDesign, 
and everything's good to go. Now, for those of you who have CS3, or you're working in CS4 and you have a friend who has CS3 and you want to work on this at home, when the new versions of InDesign come out, they don't make these files easily backwards compatible. So you might say, yes, I'm done in class, I've saved it, I closed it, I moved everything the way I need to do, and then you get home and you try to work on a computer that's got CS3, and you take your file and say you have CS3 installed, like this is CS3 now, just to show you. So now we're in the InDesign CS3, you're working on a friend's computer or your computer that has CS3, and then you try to open that CS4 document, you're going to get this error. This document, Learning InDesign, uses one or more plugins which are not available on your system. Do you want to open anyway? If you press OK, it's going to say, cannot open this. There's all these issues. And you press OK and you think, oh crap, what do I need to do? I have this CS3, I don't want to buy CS4, or I've got to get this work done. What you need to do is that you need to take that document in the InDesign CS4, so let's open it up, and what you want to do is you want to file export, and we're going to do a PDF here in a bit, what you want to do is you want to export it as a InDesign CS3 interchange file. So you'll select that, save it to your desktop, then you close this, and then this file is what you'll take with you. So you'll take this, and it's probably a good practice to take all this as well. We'll talk more about taking all of our files at diff to different computers here in a moment in the next tutorial. But now when you take this file and you open it up in InDesign, so let me get InDesign CS3 open, file open, and I'm going to open this interchange file now I can open my CS4 document in InDesign CS3. And then if I file Save As, it's going to save it as a CS3 document. And I'm going to say Learning, we'll just call it some, we'll just say CS3 version. <coughs> save it to the desktop. Then this is the file and it's associated links, remember, because these aren't embedded in, so you need to bring these back. So then this file, then you would take it back to the college and open it up in CS4. And it will open that up in CS4. It'll say converted, so the minute you save it, you just do save, and it'll save it as a CS4 document. And you can replace that. And if you do, you know, you have CS3 and you're not quite ready to upgrade to CS4, this will be a little bit of tedious, because you will, you'll have to convert it and save it every time you bring it to the college and then file export it back to an interchange file when you go back and so that concludes this tutorial in the next tutorial we're going to talk about some other issues with uh, that are linked that are actually a part of the InDesign document and those are your fonts and to address that issue and address the problem with photos linking we're going to introduce you to packaging your InDesign documents